Who are the top 12 quarterbacks in Dynasty Fantasy Football? We're talking about that and more on today's episode of Locked On Dynasty. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Welcome back to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is former NFL scout Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, it's the first of the month. Well, it's close to it. it's the first right week that neighborhood yeah right and that means we have brand new dynasty adp from dynasty league football <laughs> we're talking quarterbacks and running backs today and we've got some shakeup in both uh, at both positions so i'm excited to talk to you and reveal those top 12 quarterbacks top 12 running backs uh if you are a supporter of dynasty league football this ADP is not posted there yet, so this is your sneak peek uh, at that data. It will be posted soon. We are close to wrapping up those mock drafts. Again, we do this every single month, uh, including the regular season. I say it every time. It's one of my favorite parts of my job is, is tracking this player value in season because we do see major, major swings, um, and, and oftentimes we can't even keep up when it comes to the ADP, but this is, this is a pretty good option here. We've got to change at the top of the quarterback spot. Matt Jalen hurts is the QB one in dynasty. Uh, and this, there's actually about a round, uh, a full round separating him and uh, everybody else. What do you think about Jalen hurts at the top line? He wouldn't be my one, but I do think there's three that stand alone that you can kind of throw in a bag and shake them up. And however they okay. come out, I totally understand it. So uh, I'm not going to fight anyone that has hurts. Number one, I Josh don't Allen's know if... still your one. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and I think he's the best runner of the three Allen. And I mean, again, we're splitting hairs um, hurts though has been extremely good from the pocket this year. So, I mean, he's getting better and better as a passer. Hertz is one. No surprise. Patrick Mahomes is is the quarterback two. Josh Allen is the quarterback three. Matt mentioned it there. I think we're looking at a a big three uh, mm-hmm. as the top tier right now. Uh, and, and you're right. I wouldn't argue with really any order. You had those three guys. Uh, I would be surprised if uh, if someone were to rank or value any other quarterback above those three. At this point, I think that is very, very close to being the consensus in whatever order you prefer. I still have uh, still have Mahomes as my top guy, I believe. But yeah, pretty, pretty interchangeable there. Hurts, Mahomes, Josh Allen. I got to say, I'm a little bit surprised at the quarterback four, Matt. Me too. Joe Burrow is QB four, of course, got off to a really tough start to the season, uh, probably due to that injury also was missing T Higgins for a little bit uh, in there early in the year. Now everything's clicking. Uh, You know, if we collected this ADP today uh, and we, we just started about a week ago. So maybe that's, maybe that's recency bias. Joe Burrow at quarterback four above 
Lamar and Herbert and everybody else to uh, the rookies. Um, I don't know if Burrow would be my QB four. He wouldn't be for me, but it's funny. We were just talking on Peacock and Williamson on Tuesday about midseason awards, who should be the MVP, et cetera, et cetera. And I thought Lamar should be the NFL MVP if the season ended today. But I also said, I don't know what the Vegas odds are, but I wouldn't mind putting a couple bucks on Burrow to win it when it's all said and done. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, yeah. The odds are uh, the odds are dropping for sure. We'll have to uh, check the odds over at FanDuel soon, but uh, uh, they they are certainly uh, certainly getting closer and closer to him being in that uh, in that conversation every week. They've uh, really, as I said, turned things around for sure. Mm-hmm. Quarterback five, Lamar Jackson. You just mentioned that name. He's playing at a super high level, didn't kind of had a down fantasy game actually on Sunday uh, because he didn't need to run. He didn't even need to throw a touchdown. That, uh, that was a dominant performance uh, by the Baltimore Ravens over Seattle. So from a fantasy standpoint, a little disappointing by Lamar, but uh, we, we understand why, uh, why things played out that way. And quarterback six, he would be my four, by the way, I would have Lamar ahead of Burrow. Yeah. Yeah. Quarterback six, Justin Herbert, another one of your favorites here. And I think, I think these are kind of the top tier at this point. We mentioned Hertz, Mahomes, Allen as the top three guys. I think that second tier is Burrow, Jackson and Herbert. Uh, and, And maybe a couple of others are knocking on the door there, but Herbert, Lamar and Burrow, uh, our tier B here. And you could probably just like you could with the top three, probably order those really however you want it. Do you think that's fair? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, Lamar's my one of tier two, but, and really the only one I could see getting into tier one, but yes, I see that exactly like you said it. I mean, you're very happy with any of those six, but then at seven, I think it gets interesting. I think it gets really interesting. And you could probably argue that, the next four guys are in a tier as well. Uh, but I think there's a case to be made that at least one of them is is knocking on the door. Currently, quarterback seven is the rookie. Maybe not the rookie you're expecting. It's Anthony Richardson, the Colts rookie. Matt, he's gaining value even with this <laughs> season-ending injury. Uh, we continue to see him moving up ADP, moving up rankings. If you check the recently completed trades using the trade finder at DLF, he, he is still quite expensive. Uh, this, this is, this is interesting. I, I love Richardson. I love his game. I think he's got huge upside. I think he's a first rounder in Superflex startups, uh, here and just, which will be kicking off just in a couple of months but I'm, I'm surprised he's above another rookie, C.J. Stroud. I'm not. I, I okay. think I, I view these this way, and I'm, I think we're a little different on this neck of the woods, is I think there's a top three. I think there's a next three. Then I think Richardson and Lawrence are their own tier, and I don't know which one I prefer. Oh, wow. Well, Lawrence is Lawrence has obviously been disappointing this season, and, and there's a high bar. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, let's not... Um, you know, not let's not pretend we're we're throwing him away or giving up on him. He's been he's been okay, but he's not been what we expected uh, that he might have 
crashed that top five at, at some point. Uh, if anything, I think he's losing value at this point. And when you look, you know, if you're just box score scouting, it, it's pretty easy to prefer CJ Stroud over Trevor Lawrence at this point. That's why I don't. I mean, the tape is awesome for Lawrence. And I think he's yeah. a great player and the numbers will follow. Trevor Lawrence is the quarterback eight right behind Anthony Richardson. Tua Tungavaloa is quarterback nine. And then the rookie, the second rookie, C.J. Stroud, is quarterback 10. Again, this data was collected after, uh, I'm sorry, before week nine's games uh, when when Stroud went wild with uh, one of the best passing games we've ever seen from a rookie quarterback and uh, really one of the best we've seen in some time in general, over 450 yards and five passing touchdowns. Stroud's your quarterback 10, quarterback 11. Dak Prescott and quarterback 12 back in the mix, uh, both in terms of being a QB one and uh, being on the field. Kyler Murray. We'll see Kyler Murray's debut uh, as soon as this upcoming week, it sounds like, which is great news for the Cardinals and great news for a lot of dynasty managers. Yeah, I am psyched to see Murray. And we had a good conversation on this on the podcast as well about, well, maybe he plays well enough that Arizona doesn't get one of those top two quarterbacks, but then he might end up with Marvin Harrison Jr. Or, you know, like that wouldn't be so bad for his Mm -hmm. dynasty stock, or maybe he gets traded to Minnesota and plays with Justin Jefferson. So I think there's a lot of, especially from a fantasy perspective, a lot of optimism around him coming back. Yeah. He's been a, a really obvious dynasty buy for quite some time. Uh, really, since he suffered that injury mm-hmm. last season, uh, his his value has been steadily dropping. And now it's back on the rise as he is set to make his season debut, uh, hopefully just in a few days here. So let's go over the, the back half of that QB1 rank again. It was Richardson, Lawrence, Tua, Stroud, Dak Prescott, and Kyler Murray. Uh, any Any other issues with that list, Matt? Not really. I mean, I would concentrate on the bottom four because I think Richardson and Lawrence are their own third tier. And I like Stroud over Tua. Other than that, I probably wouldn't fight you on any of those. I do think Justin Fields is still looming out there. You know, if he comes back and starts running for 60, 70, 80 yards a game like he did at the end of last year, his name could pop up here pretty soon. Yeah, and I think he will. Justin Fields, the first one off of this list, so he's the quarterback thirteen. Oh, is he? Okay. Uh, you know, honestly, I would still prefer him to to Dak Prescott. So I still think Fields belongs on this list. Uh, but like Kyler Murray, he's another player that we're not quite sure about his future. Matt, we're going to have the same conversation with the running backs. Looking at the top twelve running backs, and that list has seen some serious shakeup as well. We'll have that conversation next. So I have told you quite a bit about game time and my most recent examples are my son, who's a teenager and 16 years old. He thought he had Steeler tickets for the Monday nighter a couple of weeks ago and ends up getting on the subway and realizes he really doesn't dad. What do I do? I'm like, 
download the game time app. We'll get you tickets. You and your buddy will be fine. And he, he did it with no problems at all whatsoever. And I, I did the same thing with a friend a couple months ago about going to Guns N' Roses. We weren't sure if we'd be able to swing it or not. And then last minute, boom, we were all over it. And there's all kinds of good deals. And, you know, it, it game time's worked out really well for us. So it's a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, as mentioned, music, as mentioned, but also comedy, theater events, all those type of things. Killer last minute deals, got some really good deals for Guns N' Roses, all in prices, views from your seat, and their best guarantee. Game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. They have these flash deals, they have zone deals, they have views from all seats in the venue, which is very, very cool. And one of my favorite things about it is they have all in prices show you that your total up front. So you're not getting hit with all these hidden fees that are notorious for ticket sales. And you buy tickets in, in seconds. It's just two taps, nothing to it. I mentioned the zone deals. You pick the section and game time picks the seats for an average of 18% savings. But I mean, you picked your own section. And here's what you got to do. Uh, take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Download the game time app. Create an account, use our code locked on NFL, all one word, save 20 bucks off your first purchase. Terms do ag- apply, but again, create an account and redeem our code L O C K E D O N N F L for $20 off. Download game time today, last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Football season is here and Locked On is kicking up our coverage with Locked On NFL Kickoff Live. Each Friday, Locked On will go live at 2 p.m. Eastern on every Locked On NFL YouTube channel. Host Tanitra Batiste, Jarvis Davis, and Kyle Krabs will break down every game on the NFL slate to get you ready for your team's matchup, your fantasy lineups, your betting angles, and more. Plus, get the in-depth local analysis from our stable of NFL hosts across the country who know these teams better than anyone else. Find Locked On NFL Kickoff Live every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern on any Locked On NFL YouTube channel. Matt, we have brand new Dynasty ADP from Dynasty League Football for the month of November. We talked about our top 12 quarterbacks already. Let's move over to the running back position. And Matt, we we share this data. We talk about this data every single month. Um, and, and for months and months now, we have kind of skipped over the Dynasty RB1 because we've said it's obvious. There's not much to say. It's B. John Robinson. And it's it's still B. John Robinson, but I think there's a little more to say here. B. John Robinson has had three RB1 games this season through the first nine weeks. All three of those came in the first month of the season. Uh, and he has been a little dis- a little bit of a disappointment since. I think everyone knows that has almost nothing to do with B. John Robinson and <laughs> a lot to do with Arthur Smith, uh, really everything to do with Arthur Smith. We're continuing to see Tyler Algier play a similar amount of snaps to Bijan Robinson. We're continuing to see Algier uh, see more touches, more carries specifically than Bijan. Does Bijan Robinson still belong atop the list as the dynasty RB one? Yes. Uh, I okay. think he's that special. He's that good of a receiver. He's still clearly my one. I mean, young, I, 
this is more of an NFL thing, but if, if I'm the owner of the Falcons, what are we doing with London and especially Pitts and Bijan? If we're going to use those high picks, you got to use these guys. I mean, it, uh, it's a, such a strange usage. And the problem is Algiers getting all the, the goal line stuff. You know I mean? Yeah. That, that kills you. I'm unhappy about it, but I'm still in on Bijan in a big way. Obviously, the headache game was a giant fluke. You know, I mean, like, don't mm-hmm. hold that too much against him. But all of us that own him really had a tough fantasy day that day. Yeah, that was that was certainly dis- disappointing. Yeah. Uh, the Falcons lost on Sunday to send their record to four and five. They are second in the uh, NFC South behind the Saints and honestly still have a, a pretty clear path to win that division and, and sneak into the playoffs. Uh, but they are going to have to win the division to get in. You would think uh, every dynasty manager out there essentially is cheering against the Falcons at this point, because we want to see Arthur Smith gone. Um, it, it was, it was Kyle Pitts at first and, and the usage there that has continued now into a third season uh, it's it's Drake London not getting targets and Arthur Smith claiming that he doesn't care if he gets targets. I mean, that that's wild. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. Uh, and, and now it's now it's Bijan Robinson. So, you know, in, in some cases, we should not be surprised by this because we've already had the pattern with other highly valued and, and highly drafted uh, offensive skill players. But it's it still it still hurts. Right. It still stings that this is, this is our guy and he's not getting the usage uh, to justify his RB one valuation. I, I do still think he's the, he is the RB one. He's the RB one based on this data, but I'm starting to see people question that I'm seeing people call him a buy low. Uh, and I'm seeing, I'm seeing a lot of people prefer Jameer Gibbs or Christian McCaffrey or Devon a chain who hasn't played in a month to Bijan Robinson. Yeah. I own him in two leagues where I was bad enough to earn the first overall pick. And I've been getting more and more offers that are immediate re- rejects. <laughs> you know, the, yeah. people are thinking that uh, he must be tired of him. Like, Nope, you're not even close. So I'm not even going to counter rejects, you know? Yeah. That's, that's where I would be as well. Don't, don't sell low. Do not sell low. on No, Bijan he's Robinson. too good. RB2 is Christian McCaffrey, and with his production, you can't really argue that too much. Uh, I think we said it last time we went over this data that he's kind of in a tier of his own because of his age and because of his production. Uh, I've seen plenty of people valuing him as the top running back in Dynasty, uh, even though he is older than most of the other players um, on this list. And that's, that's not the way I would go, but I, I understand it. I understand how you would value McCaffrey that way. I do too. I mean, there's not much more to say about him. He's just a superstar, you know. We, we've got a string, a long string here of running backs, Matt. And before we reveal those names, I want to, I want to hear from you where this tier ends. So we've got, um, you've got the list here. We've got six straight young running backs. Which one, uh, where, where do you draw the line? Are all six in the same tier for you, or are we doing something else? No, they're not. The first four are a tier for me. Well, I'm going to take that back. The first two are a tier for me. Okay. 
I think they're really fighting for the third spot. All right. So those first two are Brees Hall, who is the RB3, and Travis Etienne, the RB4. Uh, Etienne, a big mover. He was the RB12, I believe, in our uh, preseason ADP. And here he is at the RB4, obviously has been playing at a very, very high level, scoring multiple touchdowns, uh, three straight games. Of course, the Jags were off on uh, in week nine. We'll, we'll mm-hmm. see how he performs, if he can pick up where he left off this coming week. Hall and ETN would be a tier for you. Uh, I would value both of those guys, or I would rank both of those guys above Christian McCaffrey and Dynasty uh, only due to age. And I think we've got to say that both Hall and ETN are, are at least closing the gap on B. John Robinson. Yes. I like Hall slightly more than ATN. I think he's more talented. I think he's a more yep. established, he's bigger. I think he weighs more. He plays bigger. He's a better receiver, in my opinion. His situation's a little rough right now, to say the least. But yeah, I do think that, I think I would probably take both of them over McCaffrey. But, well, you can win a lot of games with McCaffrey in your lineup. I think I might actually include all six of these young running backs in the same tier. We've got Hall at three, ETN at four. RB5 is Jameer Gibbs, and RB6 is Jonathan Taylor. Uh, Hall, ETN, Gibbs, and Taylor. Would that be the same order for you, Matt? Yeah, this order of these six is the same for me. I just don't have Gibbs with ATN and Hall because I don't want to have too much recency bias. I mean, he had an awesome game. But Montgomery's going to be back as soon as this week, and we know that he gets a lot of touches. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. We we do want to be careful there uh, because David Montgomery has had a, a great season so far as well when he's been on the field, and we'll be back in that lineup very soon. Uh, we still need to talk running backs 7 through 12. We'll finish up that list right after this. So I mentioned my son earlier. He's 16. I'm 6'3". He's already much taller than me. And I also have a teenage daughter. And where I'm going with this is they eat a lot. <laughs> they eat a lot. And you know, we use DoorDash all the time. I mean, especially before my son Michael's got his license. You know, I mean, every Sunday, him and I watch game after game after game. DoorDash for sure. All those dinners when we're just too busy and I'm podcasting with Ryan DoorDash like crazy. So we are big, big fans of the of the service for sure. And they have everything. I mean, they have not just fast food and things like that. I mean, you get your local places. We get Permanis here all the time delivered. Um, pizza, wings. You can even get uh, chips and dips and stuff like that as well. Uh, retail stuff, grocery stuff. The app is super easy to use. So we are big fans here. And I tr- trust me, I think it's a great service and it's unbelievably convenient. So you can get 50% off up to $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKED23, subject to t- change, terms apply. So again, download the app. Use our code LOCKED23. We are looking at the top 12 running backs from the month of November based on DLF Dynasty ADP. 
Uh, we talked about the first six already. Bijan Robinson, McCaffrey, Hall, ETN, Gibbs, and Taylor. We are on a run of young running backs, and we've got a couple more to go. RB7 is Kenneth Walker, and RB8 is Devon Achan. Uh, Matt, you already said you, you value these guys kind of in the same range as Taylor and Gibbs. Is that fair to say? It is, but I like that order the way it is. Gibbs, Taylor, Walker, Achan. Um, Charbonnet is a little scary with Walker, especially these last week or two. And I'm excited about Achan, but it's pretty small sample size we're going off of. And he's a pretty small dude. Yeah, sounds like he's going to be uh, ready to go after the Dolphins buy, but mm-hmm. yeah, there's there's concerns with injury there. Hopefully, uh, hopefully this looks like a fluke, uh, this injury, and uh, he'll he'll be good to go for the rest of the season. Uh, but with any running back, that that's a a tough ask. Yeah. Uh, RB nine is. I'm sorry. RB nine is Austin Eckler. I'm looking at these names here and really struggling to find value. If, if you ask me if Austin receivers here, (laughs) right. If you ask me if Austin Eckler belongs in that, in the RB one category at all, I probably would have said no, Uh, but here he is at nine and let's go ahead and reveal the rest of the list because I think there's questions about all of these players. Saquon Barkley is 10. Tony Pollard is 11. And Josh Jacobs is 12. None of these guys have earned so far this season an RB1 value in Dynasty moving forward, especially when you factor in their age. Uh, I believe all of them are 26 years old or older. Uh, I'm, I'm with you. If, I'm, if these are my choices, I'm just going with a, uh, I'm going with the wide receiver it. instead. No doubt. I mean, there's definitely one to pick from. I mean, uh, I think all four of those names, Eckler, Barkley, Paul, or Jacobs, are sells right now, if you have them. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 that window might be closing quickly in times of being able to get anything in return. I'm struggling. Like, who do I like better, though? I mean, is this list – I mean, I, I well, who's a young guy that's taking the league by storm that we haven't mentioned? Well, if, if a young guy taking the league by storm would have already been up there with H and, <laughs> well, yeah, and, yeah. and Gibbs, right? Um, I, I think I would go the other way. And and once we get past this point, once we get past RB eight, Devon H and now it moves into, I'm only valuing this for the rest of the season, right? That, yes. that one year, one year at a time window that we often talk about. And uh, I might've mentioned this recently on, on an episode. I know I wrote about it in this week's uh, dynasty blueprint over at DLF. I was recently off offered. Austin There's a flashback. Eckler. Yeah. It's an, Hey, it's an article series now. <laughs> I it's, like it. It's, go, still go not, it's not it dead. Love it. Uh, but I was offered Austin Eckler for Alvin Kamara on a, on a win now on a contending team. And, my first thought was slam dunk accept, right? Like I can get, better right I can now, get yeah. Austin Eckler for Alvin Kamara. And, and we know, we know kind of what Kamara's career has looked like the past calendar year. He had the off field stuff. He had the suspension really struggled last season. Uh, but that's not the reality that is right now. The reality right now is I want Kamara instead of Eckler. So I, I rejected that trade. Alvin Kamara is actually the RB 13 and another guy that's kind of followed a similar path uh, once valued very highly and, and lost some value and 
now is climbing back up is the RB 14. That's Deandre Swift. So I don't think it's crazy at all to, to value Kamara and Swift over Eckler, Barkley, Pollard, and Josh Jacobs. Yeah. I misunderstood your offer. Like when you said Kamara and Eckler, I thought you were getting Kamara and we're just going to slam the accept button. I mean, because if you do treat it like redraft, he's better than Eckler right now. Uh, right. So I, I think that's a great point. Um, who was the other one again? DeAndre Swift. Yeah, I, I think I'd take Swift over all those guys. Is it crazy to say I might still take like Ramondre Stevenson over all those guys? I mean, that, that offense is really awful, though. Yeah, I mean, it's not crazy, but he's he's another player losing value. Mm-hmm. What about Javante Williams? He's He's kind of... Inch, Starting to look like himself. Yeah. 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 I think this might be the last chance to buy him. Yeah. Oh, what a, what yeah, a, a ugly bad running back group. Yeah. I don't want to shop we, in that aisle at all. We like the top eight for sure. It gets a little mm-hmm. messy uh, after that, though. That is going to do it for today's show. Please make sure you download and subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL. And I'm Ryan, MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.